0: Welcome to the My College Corner podcast, where leaders in higher education help parents and students find the answers they need to make wise college choices. Today's episode features Kathleen Carey, founder of Find Your Story, specializing in helping students create great college admissions essays. Here's your host, John Hupalo. Thanks for joining us today. My College Corner, as you know, is on a mission to help families understand how they can best pay for college. And there are many different ways to think about that. Today, I have an absolutely terrific guest who's going to help us parents think about how we can help our students write or create a great college essay. You may be wondering, what does a great college essay have to do with paying for college? But that's exactly what we're going to talk about. And today, I'm joined by Kathleen Carey, who's this started a wonderful um, service around writing essays at findyourstoryvt.com, findyourstoryvt.com. Kathleen, welcome to My College Corner.
1: Oh, hi, John. Thank you so much.
0: Well, thank you. Well, you know what? Let's start with your story. Um, how, did, how did you wind up getting into this?
1: Um, it really, like many things, it you know kind of happened out of um, need or necessity. I um, have three children, And when my oldest daughter was applying to college, she decided to go early decision, which meant that she was going to need six essays ready by November 1st, which is the deadline for early decision. And um, although she had been great about starting the process early and getting into the Common App and sorting through all of the supplemental essays that would be required, she had started that in the middle of the summer. Um, We were down to about two months left when. she was really going to start digging into getting these essays done. And like most of our listeners out there who've been through this process or are about to, um, it is very daunting. There's a lot going on in a senior high school student's, um, life. They're taking AP classes and retaking ACTs and SATs and they are holding on part-time jobs and, um, taking AP exams and having extracurricular activities, and then you're adding all this application stress and the essays on top of it. So we decided to hire someone um, and give her a little bit of help. I really wasn't, it was my first go around, so I really didn't know what to expect. And um, it started off okay, but what I quickly saw happening was that when she would bring edits home, um, they were sounding less and less like her. They yeah. were using language and vocabulary that she would never use as a 17 year old.
0: So you felt like she was getting put into maybe a mold that might work for somebody else, but wasn't working for her to get her personality drawn out.
1: It, correct. And um, and this was a lovely woman who came highly recommended. Sure. A lot of people really liked working with her. Um, but Knowing my daughter, she's kind of this lighthearted, sparkly personality, there was none of that being shown in the writing. And I thought, you know, she could be just any one of, you know, hundreds of applicants and what makes her special really wasn't showing. Um, So we decided to start over. And now at that point, we're down to six weeks. And I thought, well, let's see if we can come up with um, just some topics first. And, and one of the, you know, another interesting example of things that she was bringing home originally is she had to write one particular essay about some personality traits, and she was going to write about her sense of humor. And I noticed the minute I read it, I thought, wow, this just isn't funny. And, and that's when I realized that it, it's really important to show who you are, not just tell who you
0: are. Oh, that's a really interesting point because I, I I think you're alluding to something that we all felt. and I've had two daughters through the process, and I remember the essays and the whole thing. and but that's kind of the way it's almost comes. It's, oh the essays, and it's like a struggle, and it's not fun. and it's sort of midway through the process, and you know it, it has to be done. But um your point about um not not just, Saying something but telling a story is a really interesting approach I've talked to a ton of people who, who are experts in this but none of really ever sort of framed it that way that, That's a very interesting observation
1: Yeah, I it's interesting when um, one of my daughters um, Did some writing um, for the school paper out at the university of michigan and she sent it to me and I read through the whole paper and there was an article in there written by a woman, I have the book right here, named Eileen Pollack, P-O-L-L-A-C-K. And the book is called Creative Nonfiction. And she actually, I believe she's the person who coined that term. And she um, teaches a class in creative nonfiction out there. And I read an article that was in their paper about the class and I just found it fascinating. Um, And so I apply a lot of this to my work with students to really help them find their story. and to enjoy writing, because when you've when you found the story that you want to tell, um, it writes itself. And I always tell my students that when they enjoy writing, the reader will enjoy reading, for sure.
0: And there, the, unfortunately, the, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes, there's a, a fixed question. And then there's some, some answer that I think a lot of us think that the school is looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, is is that your experience at the school looking for something, or is it really um, up to the student to be creative and and more thoughtful about how they want to approach a, what seems to be maybe a, some kind of formulaic question?
1: Right, um, that's a great question. I so one of the things that um, I would encourage parents to do when they're attempting to help their children with this very stressful process um, is to the personal essay is actually referred to as a personal statement in the common application and even for schools that are not on the common app that have their own application students will still be required to write a quote personal statement Um, it's the longest essay um, typically and the first to be reviewed by colleges Um, what I encourage my students to do and we do this immediately is to change the word statement to perspective it Mm. should be a personal perspective piece whether you're writing about a time that you failed, and um, which is one of the prompts. It's commonly one of the common essay prompts. Um, and what did you do about it, or how did you resolve it? Um, they're they're not necessarily looking for you to um, explain the time, you know, and the actual moment in time when they failed. But I think what they're more looking for is what is your perspective on failure? Where does failure fit into your life? Um, You know, certainly you can tell me a story about that time you failed, but that's not nearly as interesting as what you took from it and how you use failure in your life.
0: Well, it's a really interesting point, um, Kathleen. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the the when you read a question like that, often you'll and in job interviews, same thing. It's not like you want to point out your failures to people. So oftentimes, you know, you hear folks trying to sort of dodge that question. But your point is if you take it on head on um, and and be creative about your perspective, I think just changing that little nuance changes the entire way you think about that essay. um, It's really a a different approach.
1: Yeah, and it can be very powerful. Um, I have a student who um, for Boston College two years ago, um, one of their supplements asked the question, do you, which is more important to you, to have a successful career or a meaningful life? And she was really frustrated. That was one of three choices. And she was, at first, very frustrated by the prompt. Um, And she said, well, how can you have one without the other for me? And I said, Mm -hmm. well, brilliant answer, of course. You know, there are some people who might say, oh, I just want to be successful. And other people just want to volunteer their time and and, um, how to create more meaning in their life or in other people's lives. And so... Um, she ended up writing this really fascinating essay starting out with a story about um, being on an apple orchard up here in Vermont and she was looking at a picture of herself when she was a little girl and um, she kind of described that it must have been cool out because they were wearing light sweaters and I you could immediately see yourself you know standing in an apple orchard looking at the Adirondack Mountains and it was a little brisk in the air and she was telling the story about how she had a map in one hand and a bag in the other because she's always been so focused on getting from point A to point B. And, that, um, and that's just what has driven her life and one of the reasons why she's been such a, such a successful, really passionate, interesting young woman. And um, but, So we were thinking about how to play with you know, just that idea. And I said, okay, so you know, what, what do you use maps for? And so she's kind of played with the whole idea that, you know, you use maps to get from point A to point B, but you also use maps to get yourself out of trouble when you're lost or to take a little side trip to see what you can discover. Mm-hmm. And um, so she, she worked in, on this. And by then we had already gotten through the Common App um, personal perspective piece. And so she had gotten the storytelling um, kind of vibe and she knew how to get those ideas out. And she trusted herself to be creative by then, which was um, which was really the key and She just wrote this beautiful essay about how um, she didn't want to be that person who needed to get from point A to point B because she 'd miss out on so many opportunities, things that she might not even know are there, and that um, and she wove in the whole idea about you know meaningful life is what would would make her successful and Um, And she got a written note back from the admissions counselor there, just um, really commending her on her ability to be reflective in her writing about her life and the changes that she wanted to make. So it was really, really fun, really fun essay.
0: Oh, and hopefully that uh, that note telling her a great essay was uh, attached to an acceptance. So
1: <laughs> yes, it was
0: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> we always know what the end, what the end game is, but I, I think that's a terrific story because, on, honestly, uh, you know, you read a lot in the press about how um, you know the the essays. Uh, they, they wrote those nonsense essays because, you know, few people now read them and they have to go through scanners first. And then, you know, mm-hmm. only the, the top ones get read. And so they were sort of gaming the system with these nonsense essays. And mm-hmm. um, I, I just want sort of, it's a little bit of a diversion, but it just came to my mind. Um, of so what's your perspective on that? Are, are these essays and people taking so much time? Are they are they read and, and uh, or in big schools? Are they scanned first or how does that really work?
1: Uh, that's a great question, and I wish I I knew. I think it probably depends on the school, the size of the school. Um, I I do think that they are read. I know that the here at the University of Vermont um, they have volunteer readers for the first round. They go through a lot of training um, to do it. It's a it's a school of eleven thousand students, so it's not small. Um, so I, I do believe they're read, and I I really believe strongly that. The essay is a really critical part of the application. Um, the rest of the application shows your GPA, your you know your strength of course load, your extracurriculars, um, it you'll have your letters of recommendation in there, um, all of your test scores, but it doesn't say anything about how you think about yourself, how you relate to the world around you. Um, It can show what's important to you in some ways um, But I think the essay is really the glue that holds the whole puzzle together and it's where The reader can really understand and see who you are in your writing as opposed to just trying to tweeze out Which student is going to be successful academically? They're looking for students who are going to contribute to the community as a whole by bringing their perspective to campus and their willingness
0: to learn. Yeah, we, we talk to parents and, and students all the time and, and part of what we try to in, in, impart on them is that they this is a chance for your personality as you're saying to come out, along with the interview, that might be the two opportunities and maybe a chance encounter with an admissions uh, counselor at a at a fair or something like that. But mm-hmm. other than that, you really are just sort of a set of numbers and maybe like you said, My interest might come through because I ran track or I was on this particular club or I sang in the chorus. So they have some idea, but um, they really don't know who you are and the the depth of of what's important to you to round out that class. You're talking about, you know, students look at this and say there's an academic, a social and a financial fit from their perspective. But on the other side, the school has this very large set of uh, buckets that they're trying to fill to have a great class of interesting people. Sure. Uh, and, and what you're saying about the essay rings true uh, to me, certainly. Let me ask you this, um, Kathleen. What, do you have some absolute do nots? Uh, you know, parents are are helping their students and and they, they may think they're helping. And do you have any experience with parents who have come in and said, you know, I've, I've told my child this is the way to write that essay, but mm-hmm. you, you have to sort of back the parent off the ledge a little bit?
1: Oh, absolutely. I've, yes, <laughs> I've had some experience with that as well. Um, and I even had to back myself off the ledge a few times in my first go around um, because it is, uh, it's overwhelming. And you really, um, your, your student, your child is put so much into this getting to this next step that, and it can't help but be fraught with stress. Um, and so, so if, if you're attempting to help your, Student get through this essay writing process. So the first thing I said is to really keep reframing the approach from statement to perspective So that they're constantly reminded that their personal perspective um, Is what will come through in the essay. That's what the admissions counselors really want to understand about them Um, Another word I would change or actually quite frankly banish is the word unique Mm -hmm. Um, one of the reasons that college essays are so overwhelming for students is because there's this sense that the student needs to present themselves as a unique individual and very different from everybody else in order to set themselves apart. But in my opinion, the word unique is thrown around too much in this writing world and it's intimidating. Um, you know, the simplest of stories tell the most about an applicant, and most often, when the stress over being unique is eliminated, the students actually do end up telling quite a unique story. Um, I was thinking about this a little bit last night and I started to chuckle because I thought, you know, think about a 17 year old, they have spent, for most, I'm not gonna say every, every student, but most students have spent their short 17 years um, on this earth, very few of them have had anything unique or significant happen to them. Um, and they have spent their whole life actually trying not to be different. Or right. unique right they right. kind of everyone wants to be the same and now they're thrust into this position where they're saying okay come up with a unique story right. and they don't really they're 17 they don't really like talking about themselves for the most part they don't think that there there's anything special about them if they do come up with a, a interesting habit which I'll, I'll tell you my daughter's book story um, in a bit but it they don't think it's interesting Um And so it can take a while to encourage students or 17-year-olds to learn to talk about themselves um, and learn to reflect on where they've been in their short 17 years and think about maybe where they want to go and how do they see themselves in relationship to the world. If they can start to talk to their parents or even friends about that and learn to speak those words, then they can get them down on paper.
0: Yeah, the the verbalization is really important. Actually, my daughter has been interviewing for jobs She's about to graduate from college and i've been trying to encourage her to actually give the answers out loud Mm -hmm. And there's some reticence to do that But I think your point is your voice. It really does come through verbalized, and then you have a chance to write it and and see how it reads and Mm -hmm. um, I I, I'm not big on cliffhangers. So tell us about your daughter's uh, book because that's that sounds too good to pass up um
1: yeah, so after we had tried the stint with a with a um, someone helping outside of the family to support her writing of her um, personal perspective piece, she, um, you know, we came home and we were feeling a bit under the gun to get this started, and um, had scratched everything that she had written up to that point, and we were sitting up. In her room one evening, all of the prompts, that year, as it is back this year, there was an open prompt. Um, so you didn't necessarily have to respond to a particular statement or question. You could write anything you wanted. Um, and so we were sitting in the bed, tossing around lots of different ideas. And she suddenly said, oh, wait a minute. And she got up and walked across the room and she picked up, um, I think it was the book, um, the Curious Incident of the Dog in the nighttime and moved it from a lower left shelf of her enormous bookcase to the upper right hand shelf and she tucked it in next to flowers for Algernon and me talk pretty one day and so and she stood back and looked at her bookcase again and said okay and she came and sat down and she's like what were we talking about and i said wait a minute what did you just do (laughs) and she said she said oh she said nothing it's just and i said no what did you just do and she said well they never would have gotten along and I said, well, what do you mean? They wouldn't have gotten along. And she said, you know, um, the curious incident of the dog of the nighttime needed to be up here with flowers for Algernon and me talk pretty one day um, because all of the, you know, the characters and the stories, you know, have been had things to struggle with. And I wanted to give them what the writer of their stories didn't, which um, was a friend. Wow. And I just was like, what are you talking about? And she said, oh, yeah, I've been doing it my whole life and you know it was the first time i'd ever looked at her bookcase that way and it was so true wow. you know um chronicles of narnia were sitting next to all the harry potter series books and um she went on, went on to explain that, of course of oldemort and the white witch would hang out all the time and and i just said oh i said are you kidding me that's your essay and she like most of my students will do at the very beginning said oh no that's silly that's not an important enough essay and i said I said, are you kidding me? I said, look at your bookcase. You've got Winnie the Pooh next to A Prayer for Owen Meany. You know, it shows that this has been a, pa- you know, that, that you're passionate about reading, that you are just a whiz at character development and understanding the essence of each story and what the author was trying to um, portray. Um, and, and it was funny because she had moved crime and punishment, like, to a corner all by himself because he's such a creepy guy. He, she didn't want him <laughs> next to anybody. <laughs> and, um, and so she was able to write this very poignant, um, interesting, s- true story that was seemingly about nothing at all. But it was about, you know, uh, a habit and it was about the way she looks at her books and, um, and it was funny and um just phenomenal, phenomenal essay.
0: Um, well, that's a remarkable story on, on, on a lot of levels, um, not the least of which um, hats off to you and congratulations, because I think if I were in a similar situation, I would have become instantly angry that she wasn't paying any attention to what we were talking about and was daydreaming in, in her bookshelf. But um, you're a good listener and you picked up on that, you know, really important key, um, which was that she was really intellectualizing something you probably up to that moment had no idea what was going on in, in her life and, and that was so important to her But you're able to capture that for her and I'd imagine um, With with your students uh, and I'm trying to, to understand how we can let our listeners know just how special uh, that that kind of moment is um, and they are Like me probably unlikely to find it but how you tease that out um, with your students and the stories you've been telling I, I think is just remarkable and really separates you from plenty of others who you know walk in I have 35 students and you know here's the template for the answer and let's look at the questions and you know go do your draft and then I'll you know I'll tell your mom that you're doing fine mm-hmm. so I, I think that I'd love to know from your perspective of um, as a, a parent who just kind of happened into this um, of helping students and, and establishing findyourstoryvt.com and um, how, how do you see this um, playing out over time? Where 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 do you find your students? How do they find you? And very importantly, and and um, you know, reality check here: November one recently passed, so all those early decisions, some of the early actions are in. Mm-hmm. But there are a whole group of uh, folks who are now looking at the college essay with dread. Thanksgiving's coming, Christmas is coming, the applications are going to be due. Um, is it too late for you to help those folks?
1: Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. I had a student last year, he was actually a graduate student up at McGill, um, who had five days <laughs> wow. to get to finish. He, he was just, he was trying to get it done. And he was just struggling and had a lot of writer's block. And um, I think, no, it's not too late at all. Um, and I think what's really important is really letting, talking enough with the student to really find when something turns on, when the light turns on in their eyes when they 're talking about something, um, I had a student talk about collecting sea glass with her grandmother. Mm. Um, she loved it was such a such an important part of her of her um, summer routine. She would go and do this with her grandmother once a summer and um, and it would seem like it would be nothing to write about, right um, but she was able to find a way to tell that story and show her perspective on it as being um, Changing the way she looked at the world and how important it was to actually stand still because she came up with a strategy as to how to find the best sea glass and it was to stand a few feet out in the water and let the waves, you know, push the sand up and back over your feet and it would unearth new pieces and mm-hmm. um, Whereas she saw other people just kind of moving by quickly on the beach and just grabbing bucketfuls of shells and different things, and but she was really focused on this process that she had come up with, and um, and how important it is to slow down and stop, um, because everyone in their generation is just moving so forward so fast with their head down in their phone or just not really paying attention to the world going by, um, and so it's 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 finding. Really anything you can write about a rock if you want to write about a rock or a piece of sea glass. It's it's what does it mean? Um, How does it bring out your personality? How does it what does it make you think about? Um, One my second daughter wrote what is commonly referred to as an anti essay which is is can can be very risky to write um, because you have to be sure you stay very respectful to the process. Um, but the reason that worked for her is that she was frustrated by the prompts, and she by one in particular. Um, I'm trying to remember the word um, that was used in it that drove her crazy. Um, now let's see
0: the anti essay. That's that's very interesting. Yeah, it turn it on its head.
1: Yeah, I think the word was, um, oh, it was remark on a profound moment in your life. And what did you learn? And she just, you know, stormed out of the room and she's like profound nothing profound has happened to me that's why I'm going to college and so she wrote the essay that you know says hey you know I I'm I'm just a normal 17 year old kid nothing much has happened I've done this I've hammered nails for habitat but that's to me none of those these things I'm listing for you in my essay are extraordinary none of it is profound that's what I'm looking for and she kind of turned it around and said you know I'm looking for those profound opportunities and You know, if I, you know, when I look at myself every day in the mirror, nothing much has changed. But now I know, because I know what I want. I'm searching for those. Can you offer me those profound opportunities? Um, And so, but that's what she wanted to write. And the essay came out very, very quickly because it was something that she was very passionate about. And you could tell and you could see it in her writing. Um, So really allowing the student to write about something they really want to write about. Is, is is very important.
0: Yeah, it's all about passion. You know, we, we've talked about this. You, you, you've you talked about it so beautifully in the beginning about just trying to help your daughter, having a passion to help her now has morphed into a passion to help students more generally. And I started at the beginning and, um, you know, you talked about time passing quickly. Uh, our time here has passed really quickly. We probably could talk for another two hours about this. But I, I did want to circle back on, on this notion that uh, an essay helps a student with the um, application, obviously, because it's, you know, want to get accepted, but how can it, how can parents think about having students understand that taking time to write a great essay could actually help the college become more affordable for them, help them pay for school a little bit better?
1: Sure. Well, you know writing writing a powerful essay that really grabs the attention of the reader which is your goal um, And to leave the reader changed in some way I wanted to get that in there because I think if you read an essay and You walk away from it thinking about that subject differently Like i'll never look at books the same way again after reading the book essay um, if, If it changes the way you think about something then you've you've done your job as a writer um, you've impacted that reader that way, um, you're obviously going to, it's going to impact the number of schools that you're applied to. Um, and also it, it, can, it can affect, you know, merit scholarships because they look at this person as, as having this quality skill. Um, and therefore there'll be much greater opportunity to be getting some of those merit scholarships. I know some of the, the, um, the more prestigious schools um, that my students have been admitted to um, have offered less merit money than some of the other still very um, competitive and excellent schools will tend to offer more. Um, that's just been my experience. I don't know how cut and dry that is. But but yes, writing, writing an essay that really does go from a, a storytelling standpoint that really allows the student to um, really show the admissions counselor who they are. They know who they're admitting. You want them to know who they're admitting when they read your essay um, could definitely have an impact on affordability.
0: We are almost out of time. Is there, is there anything else that I should have asked you about or an, another uh, piece of advice that you could give parents um, with regard to how best to help their student during this really mm-hmm. stressful part of the, of the student's life?
1: Of course. Well, including the dos, which we've already spoken about, which are to use perspective to eliminate the pressure to be unique and to practice talking about themselves verbally. I do have a few things that um, students can be drawn to that I would want parents to just be cautious around. And those are um, writing topics that often include family loss, service trips, travel, and sports injuries. Um, But students need to keep in mind that the admissions counselors want to admit them and not the elephant they saved, the coach who never gave up on them, or the family member who inspired their interest in medicine. These all are topics that make perfect sense to write about because those are the moments in their lives where something significant has happened to them but it can be really easy to get caught up in the trap of writing about an inspirational person or a moment, but it often does little to show how the student views the world and how he or she thinks. Um, That doesn't mean that they can't be about a service trip to India or such, but it does mean that the writer of that story needs to stay focused on an aspect of the trip or the experience that helped them define themselves. You know, what did they overcome? How are they gonna use that experience to take them forward? So although those topics are really exciting and um, common things to write about because those are the experiences they've had in their lives, just be sure it's more about them than somebody or something else. And one last thing would be, and this is an absolute don't, do not ever edit for word count. Um, uh, An essay may allow up to a thousand words or only a thousand characters with spaces or and that's a very short essay. But if you edit while you're writing, the student will absolutely lose their best work. And editing is at the end of the process is where you get to boil your story down and make it much richer, and more of what you really want to say. So I would say that's my um, biggest piece of don't advice.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think that's a great way to wrap it up. As as you've been talking and. Um, I, I wish you were around when my daughters were writing their essays because your voice voices calm me and I know it would calm them and uh, give everybody an opportunity to breathe and, and really reflect. And uh, I think that's part of the magic of what you're doing. Sure. Uh, so I want to thank you uh, for, for coming to my college corner today and telling your story, telling the story of how parents can help their students and importantly mm-hmm. tell them maybe what to be careful of, which is always helpful, but, um, we really do appreciate your time today. and I'm, I'm so happy that we met.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much. And, you know, you had asked if, um, you know, how, if parents need more information. I know you mentioned my website, but if they go to findyourstoryvt.com, um, there are pages upon pages of, um, of information in there and tips and things to do, um, things to avoid, and what college admissions counselors are looking for. And the back page, there's a reach out. Um, section where you can contact me if you have any questions. Um, I'm certainly always available to help people through this process.
0: Well, thank you so much. Thank you,
1: thanks John.